starts eating. Yum. Brenda said yum the time she ate the tuna and marshmallow meal. That was definitely not a yum meal. I take a tiny taste of each thing. It is an amazing meal. What is amazing is that it tastes good. So, what are you going to wear tomorrow for Halloween? I ask. Brenda smiles. For Halloween, I'm going to dress normal. I'm going to wear a wig that is a normal color and has a normal, boring cut. And I'm going to wear one of my mother's normal dresses and a pair of heels. That will be my costume. I tell her what I'm going to wear, even though I'm keeping it a secret from everyone else. No one else will know until tomorrow. So, she says, changing the subject, when is your dad moving back here from Paris? In just two weeks, I clap my hands. I can't wait. Brenda grins at me. You are so excited. Tell me about your dad. Because Brenda became my amber sitter after my parents divorced, after my dad moved to Paris, she's never met him. I describe my dad. He's not real skinny. He's not real fat. He's got a real nice smile when he's happy. Sometimes he tells very corny jokes. He's losing his hair. Only when I tell him that, he says that it's not lost. It's just flown off in a hairplane. Brenda smiles. He sounds funny. I nod. He is. Or he was. I've only seen him twice since he moved to Paris. Once in England and a couple of weeks ago when he came back to see me about his new job and to see me. But we talk on the phone all the time, and he says that when he moves back, he's going to spend a lot of time with me. He's going to take me on trips, to the movies, to lots of places. And when he gets an apartment, it's going to have two bedrooms so that I will always have a place to stay with him. And I can pick out all the new furniture and decorate it the way I want. Cool. Brenda takes a sip of her strawberry milk. You're so lucky. I look at Brenda and think about how she has no father because he was killed in a car crash almost a year ago, before I knew her. She looks sad. I reach over and pat her on her hand. When Dad moves back, I'm going to ask him if you can do some stuff with us. Not as my amber sitter, but as my friend. Brenda puts her hand on top of mine. If I had a sister, I'd want her to be just like you. Me too, I say. If I had a sister, I'd want her to be just like you. I pat her hand again and then stand up. I've got to get something. I'll be right back. Running up the stairs to my room, I open my closet door and take a box off the top shelf. I haven't shown it to anyone else yet. It's like it was my own little secret. My own little private special thing. There's no way I can show it to my mom. I don't think she's going to like it. There's no way I can show it to Max, the guy my mom is going to marry. I don't think he's going to like it either. I think he's gotten used to being the only grown-up guy in my everyday life. Rushing down the steps with it, I put the box on the table and open it up. Inside is the Countdown to Dad book, which I got in the mail last week. My dad made it for me. It's made out of construction paper and has four pages. The 
first is the cover. On it, he's written "Countdown to Dad" and drawn lots of hearts. The other three pages are made up to look like a weekly calendar with numbered squares. The numbers go from twenty-one to zero. In each square is a picture of Dad and me. There's also a tiny box where I can check off each day when it's over. The first photo is of the day when he and Mom brought me home from the hospital when I was a baby. Mom took that picture, and most of the others. The rest of the pictures also show Dad and me together. As the countdown goes on, I get older, and Dad gets balder. The next to last picture is labeled "One More Day Until I'm Back and Can Hug My Little Girl." It's a picture that Aunt Pam took of my dad and me when we were in London. I have chickenpox scabs on my face. The last picture is one that.